Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Let's go to one of my favorite segments. It's become one of my favorite segments over the years. Betting is just so fun to talk. It's our Save That Money segment. Save That Money, baby. We have did six- pretty well last week. We did pretty well last week. I think we're... I think we're getting just so I may have an outer body experience. I Can think we keep it our record, the, by the way. I'll go back and through it and then I'll attach that record to whatever this record is because we're doing spreads and over unders. Nick and I were pretty strong last week. The one game we did absolute Q janks on was the Ole Miss Tulane game. But I think, like you and I think, I, f- I hope you feel the same way as I do, Nick. I have no problem missing on that game because I felt good about picking Tulane and, yeah. and, and, and the over in that. Like, I'll tell you what, if, if, if Pratt was playing, I think they win that game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a completely different story. We had the Longhorns and the over, both of those hit. We had the Jets and the under, both of those hit. Uh, we had the Chargers spread and the over. So that split. So, Five wins, three losses right there. That is our record going into this week. We have a lot more to dance on, though. Toss has also entered the building to help make the decision. First game, Chiefs at Jacksonville. The spread is Chiefs minus three and a half. Jags are the home dog. The over-under is 51. Before I get your guys' picks, do you want to know where the public is? Sure, yeah. Let, let us know every time. I think that's okay. fun. Okay, the public, 82% of the public is on the under, 72% of the public is on the Chiefs spread. Where do you guys line up? Wait, 82% is on the under? I know where I am, baby. Oh, my gosh. I I would have hammered the over. Oh, 100%. I I mean, I thought the public would have been on the over. 51 points. You you don't think Jacksonville and Kansas City are going to put up 25 points each? Well, you, the three of us have kind of come to a decision on our show where if we see a 50-point game, we are more inclined to go over because we think the public is going to be scared of that number. If we see a 38-point game, we're more inclined to go under because we think the public is going to be scared of going under in such a low-scoring over-under. You know what I'm saying? So I think people are like very cautious. They didn't like what they saw out of the Chiefs last week. I think think they think 50 is a lot. 51 is a lot. It is a lot of points. It also, I can imagine some of this money came in before they knew or did not know about Travis Kelsey. And if there's the uncertainty, you're probably going to say that he's not playing, right? And then you're obviously going to stay away from that over. But it looks like he is going to play, at least in some capacity in this game, and then that completely changes things for the Chiefs. Yeah. But I don't think either of these teams' defenses are tremendous. So that is what kind of it makes me inclined to to take the over here. I think so this could all, be a, a shoot over. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. Jags, home dog plus three and a half. Toss. Uh, that's really it's really enticing. So you're just taking him spread, right, yeah. Nick? Yep. Uh, I'll ride with you. I I will ride with you. Um, I need to see someone step up in the receiving room for the Chiefs. Um. Look, I know Kadarius Tony got a, a ton of flack last week, and deservedly so. He'll be better this week. He'll be better this year. Like 
He's talented. He's open. He's so fast and dynamic. Like that, he will have better games. Um, I liked Rashi Rice, but I just I think that you know Christian Kirk didn't have a great game last week. I think he'll get involved. Zay Jones caught a touchdown pass. One of my favorite guys. But Ridley, we mentioned Ingram is is Nick's um, bro this week and tight end. Like they have a ton of weapons. Etienne had had a breakout run. Like until they get stopped by a team, and I don't think the Chiefs defense is going to stop them. Like. I don't know. I'm going to have a hard time betting against this Jags team. I know they get Chris Jones back for, for the defense, but they have so much speed on the outside that I don't even necessarily think that matters that much. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Three S's. Hollywood, baby. I am in on the Jags. Heck, remind, gonna... me, remind me where the, the uh, money or the public money was uh, for the spread. Public 72% on Chiefs. Can't Kansas City Chiefs. All right, let's go. Let's go, baby. We love to see that, Jackie. Okay, next up, Ravens at Bengals. Bengals are favored at home, minus three and a half. The over-under in that game is, sorry, I just lost it, 46 and a half. Hmm. The public, 40, uh, sorry, uh, on spread, 56% of the public is on Baltimore, and 65% of the public is on the over. This is a tricky – this is probably the trickiest line, I think, in the entire week. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go Baltimore plus three and a half, and I'm going to go under. Toss? Uh, I'm going to flip this thing oppo, baby. Joe Maurer style. I'm going the exact opposite of what Nick just said. I'm, I'm taking the over, and I'm taking the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals spread. I am going to split hairs. I'm gonna okay. go. I'm gonna go Bengals spread, but I'm also gonna go under. I think this is a very tough one. So we'll, we're all like a, we're a house divided on this one. So we'll have to keep a close track on this one. But I'm glad we we're all together on Jags Chiefs Chargers head to Tennessee. Spread is minus three. The over under is forty five and a half. The public is living. Let me pull this bad boy up. Let me, where is this game? There's so many games. Public is living. Oh, sorry. The line is, oh no, it's three. The public is 58% of the public is on the, uh, the Chargers spread. And it's pretty much dead even on the over-under. Okay. I'll lead us off. I think the Chargers cover. I think they uh, have a sour taste in their mouth from last week and they don't want to make this close at all. Um, it was a tough offense they played against last week against Miami, um, but a, a much more one-dimensional offense this week with the Titans really all they have to do is stop Derrick Henry. Um, so I like the chargers minus three. And then I like the, like the under here. I think the defense really steps it up. Um, I'm, I'm going to ride with you, Nick, but we are, we're going to learn and we'll learn by Monday night because that's when that, that's when the Thurs and the saints play. If the Titans end up really giving the chargers a tough time and the saints explode on offense versus the Panthers who have a solid defense, I think we're going to find out very quickly that maybe the Titans don't have a great offense, but Mike Mike Vrabel has concocted a very, very strong defense. I like the under. I like the Chargers by winning more than a field goal. I think they can win by, you know, four points, you know, maybe like 20. I could see a 2016. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna three yeses this thing and, and send us to H. Wood here. Um, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with game week one for the Chargers defensively being – circumstance of playing the Miami Dolphins 
and not that they don't have the talent. Like they didn't execute, obviously, but I think they'll be in a position where their talented playmakers on defense can execute um, and stick to the game plan. And as long as they protect the gaps, you know, Tannehill's not going to beat you. He's just not. And and maybe Hopkins gets peppered with targets, and I hope so because I've got, you know, I've got some stock in DeAndre Hopkins, and I need him to have ten catches for fifty yards here. But um, other than that, I, I think you know, Herbert scores 24 plus with this offense and the Titans can't keep up like 27, 10, 20. I, I think they could even like kind of blow them out here. Yeah. It could be an, it could be a really big blowout. I think for the chargers, Um, I, I think, and well, our buddy, Ethan Frank gave me a nice fun stat when the favorite was minus three or maybe greater, or maybe just minus three on the road last weekend, they were four and one. So uh, I, I I think it's very strong. I, I think it's the Chargers. It, it's interesting though because Justin Herbert had a tough game against the Titans last year. He threw for two picks, so this is an important one for him um, to kind of bounce back from. Just for for you know for himself and for of course the social media trolls that hate Justin Herbert. Yes, social media trolls that hate Gerbert. Um. Okay, so we head to Detroit and probably the most important home opener in our lifetime for Detroit Rock City. The spread is five and a half in favor of the Lions over the Water Falcons, who had a very tough week one, while the Lions had a very strong week one. The over-under is 47 and a half. Now, this is very interesting, gentlemen. 68% of the public is on the Seahawks spread. 77% of the public is on the Lions money line. 65% of the public is on the over. Where do we all sit? Um, I'm not going to even listen to the public for this one because this is just like one of those games where it's going to be fought tooth and nail, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to take Seattle plus five and a half. However, I do think the Lions win this game, but I think it's a lot closer. Um, these are two teams that are very similar in a lot of ways where, you know, expectations weren't that high last season. They impressed people and now they have higher expectations and they have to, you know, build upon that and, and make sure that they put themselves in the best position to, to sneak into the playoffs. And, you know, the Lions are honestly the favorite right now to win their division. Um, so I still think they win that game and I'm going to go over here. I, I think this was one of those, those shootout type games where, Gino and Jared Goff just, you know, putting it to us, giving us a, a an all-time shootout game where they each throw for three or four touchdowns. 31-28 type score? Yeah. Cool. Well, might I remind that last year these two teams played, and it was 48-45. to 45. There you go. They racked up a total of 88 points. Like, I'm taking the over. I'm with you, Nick. I think it's going to be a close game. I know that Seahawks got piped last week against the Rams. Pete Harrell's a good, he's a good head coach. I think they bounce back. Um, I think this is a tight one. I also like, I know the Lions won and I wasn't particularly impressed with either of those teams last Thursday night. I didn't think the Chiefs looked great. I didn't think the Lions looked fantastic. Like they both looked solid, but I need to see more before I'm like, okay, this Lions team is incredible. They're the best team in the NFC North or going to the playoffs. Like they're bound for the NFC champion. Like I'm not there yet with them, like not even close. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm with Nick. I, I I would take the Lions money line if you wanted to throw some extra shekels on that. Um, but I'm with the over and I'm with the the spread for the Seahawks. 
I'll I'll go three S's. Water Falcon spread. I think five and a half is a little strong. If it was like four and a half or like four, I'd be a little more inclined to go Detroit. But five and a half is pretty hefty, especially considering how many points and how close it was last year uh, and the over. I mean, like a 40, 48, 45 game is ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, you be, you can't you can't go under in that after seeing what happened last last season. Um, all yeah. right, keep the trade rolling. Jets at Cowboys. The spread right now, I believe, is nine and a half sorry it's nine in favor of the dallas cowboys um 55 of the public is on the spread for the cowboys the over under for this one is a strong 38 and a half with 54 percent of the public on the over i think you guys know where i stand on the over under where do y'all live on that and where do y'all live on the spread toss kick us off with your team yeah i i think the assumption josh is that you're willing to take the under on this low over under um, I'm willing to ride that with you. I don't see how the jets are going to score touchdowns in this game um, whatsoever. And I think that their defense is awesome. Um, so I, you know, I can see this game being 17 to seven, right. Which would mean that the Dallas Cowboys cover. So I will take the Cowboys to cover in this game. I know it's, I know it's nine points, but it's a touchdown and field goal. And if it were 10 and a half, I'd feel differently, but it's nine. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to, Take the Cowboys spread. I'm going to go Jets plus nine. I think their defense keeps him in it. Look, I'm not a hater of Zach Wilson. He had one really bad, bad play where he threw it right to the linebacker. But other than that, I mean, (laughs) but that was like really early on. Other than that, he was sensing pressure very well. You know, he was, he was getting out of the pocket and and making good throws and just getting it to his playmakers. And I think he's learned a few few things from Aaron Rodgers and has matured just a little bit. I mean, I know he hasn't seen anyone like Micah Parsons yet, but that Bill's defense ain't no slouch. Um, I don't think they're going to win the game, but I don't think they're going to get, you know, smoked by nine points or more. Um, I think it's going to be a defensive game. So I'll, I'll ride the under as well. I think if the under is going to hit, it has to be a very strong defensive game where the Jets defense does keep it somewhat in, in, within reach. Now it could be a situation like it was last week where it's 30 to nothing and the Cowboys just put up 30 points and yeah. the Jets defense gets exhausted because the Jets offense can't move the ball. I think, um, it's, I think that's a, that is a very possible scenario that in the second half that the Jets, de- like you can't, I know the 85 bears has been the comp for a lot of people that, that were, that were able to see that team. Of course, the three of us weren't, but I've heard that a lot um, just on social and just in the ether about this Jets team and what they can be. But like at a certain point, you just get exhausted and there's the, the other offense takes advantage. I think the Jets might, as good as the Cowboys defense was, I do think the Jets, there's a strong possibility they have the best defense in the league. I think it's possible. It definitely is possible. They had, four, they had four take. I, we don't think so, but they had four takeaways and a guy that a lot of people think is a top three quarterback in the National Football League last week. Major yeah, so, turnovers. So cool that he hit his year bonus on the first game, which is like the first. I, it's one of the first times, or maybe awesome. the only time that's ever happened. He, he won. Yeah, he won yeah. two. No, he didn't win. He he earned two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Well, just like you that. are the biggest yeah. winner of the week. Come right yeah. up and collect your bonus. He had three picks last season, and that was his incentive to, to get three picks, and he got it in game one. Thanks, <laughs> really good. That's a thing, like, though, like, they have Gardner, who many people think is a top three corner. They have DJ Reed, who is probably the most underrated corner in the league. 
And they could have they like the Cowboys have probably a top five cornerback duo. And then you have a guy like Whitehead who who can close. He's a ball hawk. Like he can finish and get interceptions. So I, I think this I'm gonna ride with Nick. I'm gonna go Jets spread and the under. I think it's I think it's possible that they cover the nine points. Would I be surprised if they didn't know? But I, I'm gonna ride there. Um Love all right, let's let's move it off to the final game. It's the, the Dolphins. The Dolphins head to New England. The spread is minus three in favor of Miami. The over-under is 47 points. Very tricky. Where do you guys live and where do you guys lie? Yeah, that is a tough one. I'm going to go Finns. Uh, You said they're minus three, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Finns minus three here. I I was really impressed with your pats, I will say. But – what are they going to do with Tyreek Hill? I mean, we talked about the Dolphins' offense, you know, and it's it's really it's really Tyreek Hill. He beats you. That's the guy that is is busting the plays wide open, getting the chunk yardage, scoring the touchdowns. And I don't think they have anyone on their defense that can keep up with him. I don't. So, I I agree, but I think that they're going to throw a lot of a lot of smoke his way. Gonzalez may not be as fast as him because nobody is, but Gonzalez is also six two, right. Long. So I'm going to go minus three and I'm going to go the over too. Cause I look, I don't think the Chargers defense is actually that bad. I was overreacting here, but the dolphins also don't have a good defense. And I think that Mac Jones actually was kind of impressive last week, you know, got the ball to a lot of his targets and I think he's going to continue that. Mm-hmm. Toss, what do you think? I'm, uh, I'm sticking to our guns, Josh. I'm taking the under, and I'm taking the underdog in this one. I'm doing I'm the, the the bet of of last year, which we'll see if it turns out to be the bet of this year. The parlayed under and and money line, especially when they're a home dog, it makes it even more enticing to me. Um, a 47 is a big number. It's a big number for this Patriots offense. Uh, I I they were impressive against the Eagles. I just feel like this game script is going to be ugly in this game. Um, it doesn't mean that Tyreek Hill won't be effective because I think you can, you can only hope to contain him. He's just one of those type of guys. But it has to be four quarters of productivity to hit a 50-point uh, over-under, and this is three, three points shy of that, of course. But I think y'all control the ball. I think Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke Elliott have a much better game, and the tempo is dictated by the Patriots. I think that's how you try and beat this team. Um the Chargers scored quick. <laughs> they scored easily. And I think that had a lot to do with just the, the result in that game. Um, I, and I just, I, I want to be fun here. I want to zag a little bit and I want to be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time these two played, uh, Ty- here's Tyreek Hill's stat line versus the New England Patriots. I think it's fair to give it to you guys. In 2017, he's played them six times. So 2017, he went seven for 133. <laughs> uh, 2018, he went seven for 142. Six for six, six, six for 62. Uh, four for 64. Eight for 94. And then four for 55. So I think it's a situation where Bill is kind of getting his sea legs under him. And I think I'm going to ride with you. I think, I think we could win this game. Last year when we played in week one, when two was fully healthy, they won 20 to seven. Like 
I know, you know, it's the first year of Mike McDaniel, right, in, in that whole experiment, but I, 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 in the first game they played. But I, I think it's a situation where we could win 23 to 20. All right, they could put up 20 points on us, but I think, like, like, how many points did that Eagles? Oh, the Eagles rush offense, the Eagles offensive line, the Eagles receivers, Jalen Hurts. Like, they put up 18 points against us. Like, yeah, one of those, it, like, seven of those points was a pick six. Mostert might. He's he's kind of limping into this game, so I don't think that helps them. Um, I do think that as good as Jalen Hurts is, as much as his mobility and his legs present challenges, I I think that Mike McDaniel's offense, his offensive mind, his scheme um, is more impressive and more. It, it's a bit scarier to me, honestly, than than the Eagles' offense, especially without them having you know, Miles Sanders back there or a better rushing attack than they had. I mean, Kenneth Gainwell, he took the bulk of the carries. Penny was a healthy scratch. Like DeAndre Swift barely even touched the rock. Like I'm not super impressed with their rushing attack right now. Like they have to prove it. To but are you, okay. Are you, were you impressed with the Dolphins uh, rush defense? No, but I think that people are underestimating the Chargers offensive line. And I think they're underestimating how Kellen Moore gets tight ends to buy in on, on blocking. Um, they've Donald Parham's huge. McKitty is a big guy. Like Everett has never been a good blocker, but I think they utilized him as a blocker. Well, Zion Johnson was an excellent pick. Rashawn yeah. Slater is one of the best left tackles in the league. Like, I think that this Dolphins defense isn't, it's not terrible. Like Jalen Phillips is, is a really talented player. Christian Wilkins is a really talented guy in the middle. Like they've got talent on this defense. Um, so I'm not fully out on their defense. And I'm not out on their defense. I'm just simply saying I think that the Patriots are going to be able to run the football a lot better than they were able to run the football versus the Eagles. Right, and, that, and that's what I said. Although the, the Pats do have a relatively young offensive line, um, so I think this will be a, a problem. They have some guys, They have two rookies playing on their offensive line right now. I mean, they have Cole Strangers in his second year. We have Calvin Anderson who's, you know, on, on when he was in his third year. I he's 25 and he's been great. He's a great pick. I think our guards are good. I, I think we'll be fine. I'm not, I'm not tripping on, on, on what it, we have. The here's offense. the one thing. So I picked y'all and I picked the under in this game. I think if you're someone who firmly believes that the dolphins are the best team in the AFC East, that two is going to be healthy, that this team is going to go scorched earth on everybody. It is a pretty tantalizing spread at three points. And if you are right about all of that, if this is an offense that cannot be shut down, whether it's Bill or any other defensively, you know, oh, we're going to, we're going to learn really quickly. If Bill, then, if Bill can't then, shut them down, the league's in trouble. Then do it. Then go heavy in on it. I just can't yeah. do it yet. Cause I need more tape, but yeah, this is the matchup. Like this is the matchup you're about to see. Like if they can beat a team, if they can beat the Patriots defense, like they put up points against the chargers. Cause I don't think the Patriots offense can keep up like the chargers offense kept, kept up. So I, 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 if you're the Miami Dolphins and you're putting up these kinds of points against Bill and the Pats defense, the rest of the league is going to be put on notice. Like, hey, this Miami team is a real su- serious Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Very, very exciting. Can't wait. Save that money. Fantasy bros, fantasy hoes. Excellent show. Toss, I will see you later with Nick for best to believe. Everyone else, the mighty are ESPN 1090 people. Enjoy. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy football. Any Jewish people out there? Happy New Year, right? Rosh Hashanah, very exciting time of the year. That means Yom Kippur, the one day we fast and complain, is coming up next week. So shout out to everyone and their families. Toss, always a pleasure. Hit your free throws because they're free. We'll see you guys next time. And now... 
This is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.